0: All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know so you can start your day on the right note. First, on the equity markets. We closed at over 19,700 points on the Nifty Fifty. And that was after hitting a fresh all-time high in trade yesterday. And this time, it was the banks that were the contributing factor, with a nifty bank gaining 1.4%. The thing is, flows from foreign institutional investors, while positive yesterday, were lower than they have been for quite a while. They net bought equity worth 73 crore rupees, and that could indicate that there's some fatigue creeping in after the sharp run that we've seen. We'll ask Neeraj about that. Now, speaking about the markets, there's going to be a little bit of a shuffle step with the constitution of the benchmark indices on the 20th of this month. Geofinancial services, which is demerging from Reliance Industries and listing separately, will be included in a number of indices both on the NSE and the BSE. That includes the Nifty 50 and the Sensex. The BSE has clarified that GeoFinancial Services would stay on its indices for three days. This is on account of Reliance Industries being a part of the special pre-open session. After three days, it will be dropped from all the S&P BSE indices at the last traded price. Now in updates on Z Entertainment Enterprises, it has appointed an interim committee to run the daily affairs of the company after the stock market regulator barred Punit Koinka from holding a board or a key managerial position over alleged diversion of funds. The Interim Committee of Senior Executives is aimed at ensuring smooth operations of the broadcaster. According to a company spokesperson, it will be under the supervision of the board and will seek its guidance on all matters pertaining to the company. Meanwhile, the PTI has reported, putting a letter that Punith Goenka sent to employees, that the merger of Z Entertainment and Sony has reached an advanced stage of completion and that the issues faced by promoters with the market regulator should not become a problem for the company. That's probably why the stock was up as much as 7% in trade yesterday. In the IT sector, Infosys has said that it has won a contract from a strategic client to provide AI and automation services over five years, and that entails a targeted spending of $2 billion. The agreement includes AI and automation-led development, modernization, as well as maintenance services, according to an exchange filing. The company did not disclose the identity of the client, and the announcement is actually similar to the one that Wipro had done before the presentation of its earnings for the first quarter. Infosys, meanwhile, will be reporting its earnings later this week. In the commodities space, Brent crude has lost a little ground and was trading at $78.8 to the barrel and it was recently above $80. A few factors at play are the resumption of Libyan oil supply and the weaker-than-anticipated economic growth data from China. Now, in international equity markets, US stocks moved higher at the start of the week. The Dow and the S&P 500 gained 02 and 0.4% respectively, while the Nasdaq gained close to a percent. And in the Asia-Pacific region, two of the three early risers were trading lower last I checked. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. I've told our listeners about the lower flows from foreign institutional investors in yesterday's session. Could that be seen as a little bit of fatigue creeping in at the higher levels for our markets? Good morning,
1: Alex. And entirely possible. I mean, we've had a 5% rally in the last one month. That is nothing to scoff at, at these levels, at these valuations, you know, we're not coming from the lows. So in some sense, you can argue that at some point of time, the fatigue will set in. The only thing is most chartists who look at the nifty say that uh, if there is a four or five percent dip, then it's a correction and correct a dip that should be bought into and a healthy correction and not necessarily a correction that should worry people. Let's see, yesterday, Nifty Bank, for example, participated, finding comfort with HDFC bank results. Um, Looking at some more upside on the charts as per technical experts as well. Quant indicators are not screaming a sell. So it's an interesting time. Uh, Today, we might have enforcers lead some more upsides for IT as well, which kind of saw some profit booking in trade yesterday. And there's a Bloomberg story which speaks about how Indian stocks get $3 of ETF flows for each dollar chasing China. You know, we're talking about incremental money, not from about a shift of money, which also a few people say could be a possibility. So let's wait and watch. Filhal. it's a liquidity-driven rally. Um, and, and it'll be interesting to see how uh, the next few days shape up because remember, Banks have been sulking thus far. Yesterday was the first day of an upside led by HDFC Bank. If today, if today, indecent bank tends to do well, then you have one more large bank coming out and doing okay. If we have the PSU banks, which come out with numbers do okay, then that could be interesting. And if indeed HUL manages to show those margin upsides on Thursday and enforces, manages to show, a better constant currency number and if the big ball reliance on friday comes out with a decent delivery then you have a lot of technical reasons uh wherein heavyweights will contribute to the markets doing better so let's wait and watch meanwhile what about today and stocks to focus on today on what is what could be a flat day but you never know these days none of the days are flat watch out for results from Indusind, icsa prudential lombard polycab ltts could be interesting and as could be a small housing company called ganesh housing which has guided to strong numbers over the next few years so to be watched out for stocks um, which will react on open maybe enforces reacts because it's entered into a pact with one of its existing clients to provide ai and automation-led development the total client targets been estimated is at 2 billion over five years now is this 2 billion only on the ai or overall is what something i'm not clear about because the release doesn't quite say that but suffice to say this should maybe spur the stock z was up about 7 percent yesterday news has come out post market hours that the board has formed a panel to run operations sans the ceo and that could be interesting from a stock price perspective remember the stock has already rallied quite a bit But maybe this gives it a bit of a leg on a valuation perspective. It's really cheap. LTI mind tree numbers were a bit shy of what the estimates were. Revenues at 8702 versus 8775. You could argue almost in line. Margins were better. A bit margins relative to estimates. But net profit 1151 was lower than the estimated of 1194. And Nomura has a reduced rating with the target price of 3940. But they have lowered their 2425 EPS by 2%. Similarly, Tata Alexi, uh, which came out with numbers, revenues at 850, lower than the estimates of 878, net profit at 189, lower than the estimates of 201. And again, brokerages uh, like Morgan Stanley, uh, even JB Morgan, have a reduce or an underweight as the case may be. Uh, they mention a key point is that the YTD rally makes the risk reward unfavorable. There's a TANFAC industries, very strong numbers, 2,000 crore market cap, net profit doubled. Maybe that reacts. Sheila Foam is making a large acquisition for nearly 2,400 crores, a couple of acquisitions. So that could be interesting. JKT has, has Uttarakhand plant operations disrupted on heavy rain. So even that uh, could actually get a bit disrupted today, maybe. I watch out for a bit of a corrective move there. Net net, um, maybe a pause, but banks leading the charge. And that is something that we are watching out for. With this,
0: it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.